Well, what is up, podcast universe? This is the Not Allowed Podcast, and I'm your host, Ryan. This is the place where each week we take a deep dive into Jesus' hot take on faith, church, pop culture. Joining me, as always, is Jared, Heather, and Carissa. And on today's chopping block is politics. Yes, the dreaded politics. Now, you have to be living under a rock if you do not realize that this year is an election year. And I can't think of a better year to have an election than 2020. Am I right? Mm, oh, mm. It's true. It's just a perfect sure. time. Everything is just going so well. Yes. And then we have to throw this election into it. Yeah. Not Obviously. a lot of other things that are muddy in the water. <laughs> yeah. Well, some might say that it is has been the horrible year that it's been because of politics. And because Ooh. it's an election year. Oh, mm. wow. You're speaking to me right now. Mm, I know You're I am. speaking to me. <laughs> I know I am. I, when I say six is like, ooh. When I say some, I mean Ryan. <laughs> Mainly. <laughs> All I'm saying is we'll see what happens November 3rd. Yeah. I think everybody, everybody is thinking it's going to be a brand new world. Right. Mm-hmm. After, after November 3rd. Yeah. Because so much of what's going on is tied to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're chasing a rabbit trail. We don't have time for that right now. <laughs> but what I do want to get in today is, Jared, you preached a message about how politics is basically becoming an idol. Yes. Um, I really felt like a couple of weeks ago, I, I know we've all felt this, like just been burdened by what politics is doing to the church yeah. and God's people. And it's not, a, it's not a separate thing. I know there's like separation of church and state, but we, the church is feeling the divisiveness of the political landscape yeah. right now. And, you know, we tried to hold off for as long as we could, but we just had to dive into the issue yeah. because so many people are being affected by it. Um, and so many people are, treating others badly yes. because of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we brought up a couple of weeks ago a message has everything to do with the God and government, putting yeah. it in the right place. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, I, we got a good response when we did it, although it wasn't the easiest message to listen to. No, I, I thought that it was... You thought it was going to be very, I yes. think, offensive. Yes. But I don't think... It, I really don't think it was received that way. Do y'all yeah. feel that? No, Chris, yeah. Uh, no yeah, I agree with no, Ryan. I don't think it was received. Yeah. I mean, um, I tried to offend everyone equally. Yeah. Right. That you was, know. Well, that it didn't offend me because I was definitely on board with you feeling that. So maybe it did. I, don't, I didn't talk to other people. But the response seemed good. Yeah, yeah it, did. it did. Well, that's good because I was nervous to talk about it because who isn't? Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody right now knows that you're risking you know, something by talking about politics in this culture. Um, You said something, and correct me if I'm getting the paraphrasing wrong, but Jesus doesn't fit into any political party. Yes. I brought that up. No one has him in their back pocket. Right. But growing up, I grew up in a Southern Baptist church. If you said that, I think if you said that to me maybe four years ago, I would have said you're wrong. Right. That the political party of Jesus is Republican. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I wouldn't say that now. Yeah. But I think a lot of people out there feel that way. And I think a lot of liberal people probably think that too. Like if you have somebody who is 
not necessarily a Christian and they are also a liberal, I think if they would hear, oh, you're a Christian, they would automatically associate you with a Republican. Do yeah. You think? No, for sure. Yeah. Because I have friends that fall everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, just on social media and stuff. And it's like, it's like being caught in, in the middle of a bad divorce yeah. mm-hmm. where um, both sides thinks they are the true Christian, that they are acting truly the way Jesus would have. And they're both saying that, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and, and the thing is, and we could talk about this more too, they both have some good reasons to think that because they're, they're fighting for different things mm-hmm. that are all important to God. Hmm. And so, but the thing is that on, there's only, you know, a little bit of truth on each side. Right. No one is getting the whole. No mm-hmm. one's grasping the entirety of God's heart for people. Yeah. They're only getting little pieces of it. Um, but y'all know this, like everybody in politics uses Jesus as their poster child. Mm-hmm. So they, they use him to campaign on Mm-hmm. Um, and to persuade Christians, which is a, a majority of, you know, in America, that yeah. is probably um, I'm, I guess you're the you're the statistic guy. I would say it's the majority of people's affiliation. Yeah, even even if they don't really go to church or practice. Yes, most people claim yeah. What religion? I'm, I'm a Christian, right? Because my grandfather was a Christian. Yeah, right. So, but the thing is, like, that's the first thing I said in that message was that, number one, let's get this out there. Nobody's got Jesus on the campaign trail with them. Mm-hmm. You know, he, nobody's cornered the market on God and all of his values, um, which, sadly, we have to say that because it does not feel that way. No. Um, both sides think that they have mm-hmm. Jesus locked down as a endorsement, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's just not the case. Um, another thing I said, which y'all can feel free to, you know, talk about these things, is um, I said that if Jesus was walking the earth right now, the chances of him taking part in our government or any government for that matter would be slim to none. Mm-hmm. So as we look at the life of Jesus, he just wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't care about yeah. what Caesar was doing and what kind of, you know, what the government was about and being an activist, a political activist and taking sides. You know, he wasn't showing up at campaign rallies, although we know that Mm -hmm. it it was a different political landscape in Jesus's day. Mm -hmm. Um, But he just wasn't into that. It was was all about how you were going to honor God in all of these areas of your life. Mm -hmm. Um, So I said all that, in this message, I said all that to say that Christians are not going to fit perfectly into any one of these camps. Right. No, no political party embodies all of who Jesus has called us to be. Mm. So that's... Yeah. So one of the things that um, this got me thinking is that it's pretty disturbing how um, many Christians are equating their Christianity to their political party. So they can't separate they can't separate that. So they're staunchly Republican or Democrat 
and that is part of what you know like their christianity is part of is all wrapped up in that right. as opposed to being wrapped up in you know heavenly father and all mm. you know where we're supposed to be wrapped up in but like they can't separate um their christianity from their political party and so that's something that this election year even more so i think than previous years is disturbing to me is how many people like are going to battle over the wrong over the wrong things yeah yeah, I think that's so similar to the fact that people equate American patriotism to Christianity. Like, those are not synonymous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're a good Christian, you're going to be a good... American patriot. American yeah, patriot. and that's just not true. That's not biblical. No. That's not how Jesus lived, and that's not what he modeled. Well, um, Jesus was an American, contrary to popular. And he wasn't white <gasps> with blue eyes what? and soft brown hair. He may have had soft brown hair. I don't know. Um, but he definitely wasn't white with blue eyes. Um, and he definitely wasn't political, and he definitely wasn't American. Yeah. Yeah. He was political, just not in the sense they wanted him to be. Yeah. The Jewish people thought their Savior was going to show up and help them, you know, overturn right. the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jesus said, you got me all wrong. Right. I didn't come to help you set up a better camp here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I came to bring something heavenly here. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know... It's not going to be in a human government that you find what you're looking for. And they were looking for that, too. Right. That's the thing. I think so much of the time we we go back to seeing how everything comes full circle. You know, we read the Bible and we see these Pharisees and these... um, the Jews when Jesus came and how they uh, didn't understand who he was. They um, didn't like who he was and how he did things and how, because he didn't do things their way, the rules that they had set up and the rules that they decided to worship. Um, But if he came back today, it would be exactly the same with, with Christians today. Um, It would look different. It would sound different. It would be called different names, but it's at the end of the day, it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would even question if Jesus would really care about the outcome of this election For or sure. any election. For sure. I don't know. That's the other that, thing. That is that is top priority for right. him. We, we put all of our eggs in this Shoot. basket, in the basket Shoot. of who's going to be elected, yeah. as if they there. hold our destiny, as if they're right. our hope. Yeah. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, we have scripture to say that, you know, it's not that important right we have scripture to say not that it's not important it's just that god's bigger than it yeah Mm -hmm. right um and that's not what we're getting nowadays with people mixing the waters of Mm -hmm. their faith and their politics it's it's not good when you say i am conservative because i'm a christian what what happens when america is no more what happens or when you say I'm an American, I'm a good Christian American patriot, what happens yeah. when there's no more America? Right. Because we know that nations rise and fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it took that, then Christianity wouldn't have made it to us. Right. If that's what it took. Right. Exactly. So the, the, the thing about it is Christianity thrives and has thrived under a plethora of different governments and yes. political systems. Yeah. But it has done so precisely because... It's separate, it's different, and it's not tied to mm. the government you're under. No, absolutely. We were in Canada working with um, some Iranian people that escaped um, from persecution. Um, they were in the persecuted church um, in I- 
Was it Iran? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we were, this one guy, he came and he was driving us around Canada, showing us, you know, where he's been and everything. And we got to talking and he got, it came out to where he's like, I really think the church was healthier in Iran. Mm. The persecuted mm, yes. church was healthier in Iran than it was in freedom of religion, which it's Canada, but right. still it's, they have freedom of religion. Yeah, he talked about how confused he was when he moved here and there were so many different factions yeah. and denominations and titles and beliefs. Uh, he was so confused. He was like, we don't have that problem mm. <laughs> back home. It's, you know, it's, it's all, it's, we don't, ha- I mean, we're we the don't church. have the, we, yeah, we don't have the luxury of that problem. And, and I think it, you know, obviously for anyone listening, hearing us say that we don't love living in America oh. and being American citizens, yeah. obviously that's not true. Yes. We do all, we're all, you know, we feel very blessed to be in this country. Yes, yeah. Very blessed. I was about to say that because the thing is that it, it does complicate our faith a lot mm-hmm. to have this political you know, culture that we do. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I do feel in some sense that Christians would, could be much more united Yeah, yes. if it were different circumstances. Mm-hmm. But like I said in the message, like who among us is standing up, you know, saying, put me back in the Roman empire, you right. know, mm-hmm. yeah. nobody's doing that either. So it, mm-hmm. it is six, one, half a dozen, the other, absolutely that, you know, we have to figure out how to navigate it because this is the time God has called yeah. us to live right. in. Right, yeah. it's just different challenges. Yeah. They right. look different. Yeah. yeah, and going back to what Heather said, the the waters are muddy right now. They're mixed faith and politics, very much in the same you know pool together, mm-hmm. and you can tell because of the way people respond when you talk about their political candidate. They're much more likely um, to defend and stand up for. Their, their, you know, their person, their presidential pick, um, and they're way more quick to do that than they would if someone said something off-putting about Jesus. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's a bigger deal for us, yeah. and in, in most cases, it's a bigger deal than our faith and mm. who we see Jesus to be and who we, you know, see God to be. Mm-hmm. It's, it's getting awfully close to um, to where Jesus and God are on yeah. the list. Um, and as Christians, shouldn't we be more passionate about our faith, about Jesus, about God, about that? Then, um, I mean, political parties come and go, and I know that in America we've seen we see the two, and 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 we can't seem to break free of that. Right. But but at the end of the day, presidents presidents come and go. They're mm. here. They are. They are in charge in leadership here in our country for a short time. But as Christians, we should be looking further than that. We should be looking way further than that and thinking God is in control Mm. all the time and he will be in control all the time. And he will be here long after Trump or Biden or whoever becomes our next president Long after they're gone and out of office, God will still be in control and he'll yeah. still be running the place. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. we need to look further than um, what politics te- where politics tell us right. we should be looking. Yeah. His mm-hmm. power, it doesn't depend on what political leader is in charge. He's not like, well, Trump's in, so I got to 
I gotta yeah. step back a second and and just kind of twiddle my thumbs and mm-hmm. oh well Biden's the pick this year. well I guess I, I'm I, I can't do anything this this term I'll just have to wait you know that's not how it works yeah it's yeah. not and that's exactly what I brought up in the message and wanted to bring up is that yes we have these freedoms. They're incredible. The fact that we get to have a say in our government mm-hmm. and what who, who gets to lead is a freedom that most people have not been afforded, not yeah. just in the world right now, but in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very unique thing that we have here. But even though we get to vote, it it doesn't mean we're outvoting God. Right. Um, God's God casts his vote and his is the one that actually gets to decide. Mm. Um, I brought up that scripture in Romans 13. Um, let everyone be subject to the governing authorities mm. for there's no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Paul was writing that talking about the Roman emperor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. that would have been much harder Emperor. to hear. Yeah, they, that would have been much harder to hear <laughs> yeah. in a yeah. dictatorship. Exactly. Paul said those words, but we have to accept them too. And all Paul's trying to tell us is, hey, whoever is whoever gets to be there, mm-hmm. they didn't like outmaneuver God. Right. Mm-hmm. God establishes the authorities. Then he says, consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. Mm. And those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. Dude. So there's a part of this where Christians have to act different yeah. towards government. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't need to rail off and criticize mm-hmm. and condemn and you know try and overturn because in some sense, we as Christians... Mm-hmm we know that we might be railing off against and criticizing and we might be attacking somebody mm-hmm. that God put there. Right. Mm-hmm. Whether we like them or not, you know, mm-hmm. God has his ways, his purposes. He knows better than we do. You know, all that's in play here. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly why the apostle Paul tells us to pray for whoever is in leadership mm-hmm. because that's our part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's to be godly citizens and pray for the leaders. Yeah. No matter if you like them or not. No. Yeah. And the thing is, w- what we know is, because I've been, we've we've been around this, you know, mountain a couple times, mm. is that here's what happens um, when the when a Democrat president is elected, the Republicans just um, just for four years say that this shouldn't be the case. Mm-hmm. I don't like this. This is not good. Right. And the mm-hmm. Democrat Christians always say, well, you should be praying for your president, but you're right. just complaining. Then when a Republican president gets uh, in the, the White House, it, the, every, all the tables turn. Right. Exactly. The Democrats are railing off against them, and the Christian Republicans are saying, you should be praying for your president. That's what the Bible says. So everybody just wants to do what the Bible says <laughs> when it's their pick. When it's their yeah. president. Yeah. Christians need to get to the place where they just obey God no matter what. Mm-hmm. Not just when the circumstances turn out to be in their favor. Right. So um, do you feel a obligation to vote? Do any of y'all feel an obligation to vote? Absolutely. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, do you feel it? There is a um, a moral or a spiritual obligation. Like, if I don't vote, I will be sinning. I don't 
necessarily feel feel that like a strong spiritual sense to vote, but I do feel a moral obligation as a as a citizen of the United States that it's a right I've been given. And maybe I should be thinking it's spiritual because God has placed me in this country where I have mm. these freedoms. And so maybe maybe I should be thinking deeper than mm. I typically do. But I just think mm. as an American citizen, we have um, a unique opportunity to help pick our government. And not everyone is afforded that privilege. So yeah. we should be voting. That's a good point. I haven't thought about it like that, yeah. honestly. Well, I haven't thought about it at, like... If God has put you in the country where you can vote, yeah, maybe He wants you to. Yeah, the the only thing I'm getting at, and where I feel like the reason Christians get so entrenched in a candidate um, is because if we have a moral Christian duty to vote, then you can cast a sinful vote. Is that am I following correct logic? Hmm. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. If if we have an obligation because of Christ to vote because He's placed us here, then can we cast a sinful vote? And I think that is where Christians can get really hung up, and it's honestly where I get hung up <laughs> to decide who I'm going to put my vote down for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be a sinful vote or a not sinful vote? Yeah, this is where I, I kind of always lean to I feel like voting is a byproduct of being in a sinful world because I do believe there might be a sinful vote. But just because I can look in the Old Testament and it was clear that God wanted to go into the promised land, but they thought, hey, let's vote. And the two people that were faithful to God and knew what what God wanted them to do said, let's go into the promised land. But they were outvoted by the people who were afraid. Mm -hmm. And so what what happened? They were back in the wilderness another 40 years and suffering consequences for not choosing the thing God wanted them to do. Mm -hmm. And God gave it to the next generation. So if we live in a sinful world, I guess it's, yeah, it has Mm -hmm. to be there has to be such thing as a sinful vote. And maybe that means that we should lean less on what, um, what each political party is saying and lean more into praying and asking God to guide us um, to, to vote responsibly. And, and hopefully if we can take our political Mm. party and our personal beliefs out of it and and surrender all that and surrender. Yeah. Surrender all of that to God and just listen for his voice. Um, and then maybe that would be helpful to Christians too, because if, Mm -hmm. if I, if I'm listening for God and what he's and what his choice is, and I surrender to that, then I can be at peace no matter what the outcome is, Mm, because I've done what I, what he has called me to do. Absolutely. That's That's so important because it so quickly and so easily becomes about what team you're on. It doesn't matter who the new coach is. Um, It's just about you wanting your team to win, just like any, any sports team. Um, you know, it doesn't matter whether or not you like (laughs) the players. (laughs) Ryan's showing me his cups hat right now. Um, it doesn't matter whether or not you like the players or what they believe in or what they stand for. If you know who the players are or what they believe or what they stand for, it's just about the fact that they're your team and you want them to win no matter what. Um, and so when it becomes about 
your political party and not about what God wants for you, mm-hmm. um, then it that's a really dangerous place to be. I get what you're saying, but the Cubs are God's team. Oh, this is this is America. <laughs> I mean, no, their colors is, are no, red, white, and blue. I'm gonna so. let you finish, but no, I'm just kidding. I'm finished. That's the danger, though. <laughs> no, is yeah. that we we and that's what I feel is happening. And it, and I don't know if this year is worse than other years. I feel like it always feels like know. it's it the feels, worst. Yeah. It feels okay. I'll say this, and I'll go ahead and admit this. So nobody else at this table has to. Historically, I have voted Republican in the past. Um, I've both elections that I've voted in, I voted Republican, and I say that to get onto the Republicans. It feels like the Republicans are the ones that are shouting the loudest. At least around here. At least around here, where we're from, which this is Trump country. Um, but it seems like I've heard people, I've heard it several times, seen it with my own eyes on Facebook, say that Trump is God's mouthpiece, like those words. Yeah. Um, and that is worrisome on a couple of different levels. Um, but I say that to, (laughs) to say, I'm not, I'm not trying to rail Republicans because I'm, I'm right there with them. I feel like everybody is responsible for calling their their um, their political party right. into order. Right. Um, I yes. think that that's necessary. You know, because I would I would do the same thing. Yeah. But we just if you you know as a Christian you have to call people back to what's important. Right. Um, and when it gets out of hand, it gets out of hand. Yeah. And it feels I agree. It does feel out of hand. Um, a good bit. Do you guys even think that should Christians be loud about who their presidential candidate choices? No, right. no. no. I'll go ahead and no. go down hard on that. Yeah, I, I brought up that scripture in um, in First Timothy chapter two, verse one through four, in the message that says, "I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people." Ask God to help them intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings and all who are in authority so that so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. Wow. That doesn't sound like be loud and proud to yeah. me. I think a lot of Christians add except when it is in regards to politics. Right. I know. Yeah. It's, and it's not, it's not separate. And the thing is, like, I'm glad you brought up the team mentality, which because it feels like that a lot. We're not on. We're not on that team. No. We're not mm-hmm. playing in this game. We are. Not, we are. We are citizens of a different place. We should be political outcasts, right? Yeah. Outside, right? We're, so many. We're for God's kingdom, right? Yeah. And so many Christians make that a part of their identity. Yeah, yes. I am. You know, you can look on their Facebook page. You know, when it says this is the or, or ask them sum up who you are. I am a husband, or I'm a Christian, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a Republican. Mm. Yeah. It shouldn't be or in the Democrat. list. Yeah. What? Or Democrat. Or Democrat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, we decided to rail on Republicans for a second, so I was just going with that. Yeah. I mean, it's just not good. I mean, I feel like, that, and that's the line we all have to figure out where it is, is that we do have this very extraordinary responsibility yeah. that other people don't have. We live in a wonderful place that is hopefully only going to get better. Yeah. Um, 
And I'm so I'm thankful we don't live in the America of 50 years ago mm-hmm. and that we as a country are committed to being better people yeah. and treating other people better. I feel like that's in line with who God's called us to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, the Christian has to figure out a way to be in the world, but not of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Christian has to, and that, and we got to figure out how to get that into that political space too. That we, yeah. we have to figure out a way to be in it, but not of it. Mm-hmm. And we definitely need to um, figure out how to steward our influence. Mm. And social media is not the place mm. for our loud thoughts on who should be president or not president because we're not stewarding, stewarding our, insu- our um, influence. And if Jesus has called us to love people, it's very hard to love people if you're spewing say hate that. and mm, say that. you know all of those things. And so um, we need to make sure that as Christians, we that's 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 our top thing. That's our role. That's the thing we're that, that we are leaning towards every day is to love people. And so we need to examine what we're doing and what we're saying and figure out if what we say and do hurts people, mm-hmm. then we should not we gotta say go that a different thing. way. That's we should right. not do that. Mm-hmm. If the deciding factor is based on a political party, then we've already lost. It should always be based on our identity in Christ and the fact that he was love. Yeah. And that's perfectly in line with scripture because Paul tells us that if it's a stumbling block for other people, not for you, it might not be for you, yeah. but if it's a stumbling block for other people, you have to rethink your position. Um, Paul also said there's things that are permissible for us that are not profitable. And this fits in that. Yes, as an American, you have every right to go out there, you know, and scream at the top of your lungs all of your political preferences. Is it profitable for your Christian witness? Mm. No. And that's one of the big things that came out of the message a couple weeks ago is that it is extremely hard for you to talk to a Republican about Jesus if you put your Republican Party ahead of God if and vice versa. If you're doing more for the Republican kingdom than mm. the kingdom of God, if you're doing more mm. to advance the your political party's agenda yeah. more than the agenda of mm-hmm. yeah. Christ, yeah. there's a problem. There is a you're problem. For, you're forfeiting some... Of your influence, yeah. which Heather is a great word, and not only that, but you—you've there's your God, mm. yeah. there's your God, right? Yeah. Your priorities your reflect your worship, yeah. mm. and anytime mm. we have an exception for loving people mm. and for accepting people, anytime where we are not for Christ, yeah. because that is know, not who, what what He's about. Yeah, y'all know we've seen some hateful. Yes. Remarks and the thing is, from we all, all sides. Yes. Right. And the thing is, we all, unfortunately, because of our sin nature, deep down inside, if we really thought about it, we all have exceptions for the people that we, we want to love or we feel like we should love, you know, because right. obviously it should be everybody. But we all have those exceptions. But for some reason, in the American church, we've allowed it to be okay for us to put that exception and draw that line mm-hmm. at, yes. well, if they're not in your political party, right. meh, you don't really have to. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm. Well, God has not, God has not gotten to the same conclusion as that. You know, yeah. he would, he would not agree. Right. Mm. So, all uh, in the entire message <laughs> that we preached a couple weeks ago was that God is in control. Yes, go vote. 
yes, pray, yes, do all of these things. At the end of the day, you need to know God is in control. Uh, multiple scriptures say that he is. And what you've really been called to do as a child of God is pray, no matter who it is. Hmm. Pray that God has his way and that his will be done. And you know, pray for all people this way. And the Apostle Paul tells us the reason he, God wants us to pray like that is because God wants all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth, not the truth of the Republican Party or the mm. Democrat Party. Mm. God wants all people to come to the truth of who Jesus is and what he's done, and we have to hold that front and center. God wants all people to be saved. I think a lot of Christians are going to be shocked when they get to heaven. Um, some Democrat Christians are going to be shocked to see the, some Republicans there and some Republican Christians are going to be shocked that the Democrats made it. Mm -hmm. um, and I have some, some great news, you know, when it comes to God, and bad news if you put your political party first, that if, if that's your heart, then God might make sure your neighbor in heaven mm -hmm. is somebody that doesn't agree with you politically. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so, you know, that's how, that's how it works. So... Hopefully this is helpful. Yeah. I think that it's something we had to talk about. I don't yeah, think there I was think so any too. way to get out of 2020 yeah. without this, talking about this. This one might be our most controversial one yet. Well, honestly. sure. But I feel like, <laughs> again, I feel like even in this podcast, we've offended everybody equally. So. Yeah. Um, the only part that should be offended in, in us is the part that's not putting God first. And we want to be offended by that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I want God to call me out if anything starts creeping up into first place yes. in my life, because God knows I've been the political person. Y'all know behind the scenes, I love getting into to uh, all that. I, I watch debates. I love that. I watch all the, you know, the, when they're in the court and all the stuff's mm -hmm. going on, y'all know yeah. I love all that. Really yeah. You just have to Hearing. know. Yeah. The boring. So I'm like, like C-SPAN, like stuff. Yeah. Nobody's watching. Um, like one viewer, here's Jared, you know, watching this stuff. <laughs> The only difference is uh, you have to know where it sits in relation to who God is. Yes. And that's what we want for everyone who claims to be a Jesus follower. And man, I mean, we're, we're, we're pastors. All of us at this table, mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're shepherding, we're leading people. Not to be good Americans, to be godly people no matter what country they end up living in. So we had to do it. We had to talk about it. I'm sorry you know, send your emails to Ryan. <laughs> yeah. And so if there is a question, do we believe that God wants us as Americans to vote? We believe the answer is yes. Mm -hmm. If you want to know what party he wants you to vote for, we don't know. <laughs> ask him. We ask say, him. ask him. We say, we say, pray, pray, pray. Yeah. And no pray, matter pray. what, um, a couple days after the election is finished, don't let your heart be troubled. Mm. God is in control. God dude. is in control. He always was. That feels like a Jesus juke, but it's not. No, it's not. He's bigger than yeah. politics. It's not. Y'all sang that song right after that message a couple weeks that it, it is well. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what happens in our life before us and what we see unfold. The, for the Christian, we get to stand here every single day and say, it is well. Mm -hmm. It is well. Mm -hmm. And there's only one reason that is so, and it's because we have a, a never-changing God and we are part of a kingdom that never, never changes. So, that's so good. I think we need to put a bow on it right there. Mm -hmm. Stick around after the break.
for Tops and Snots. It's time for Tops and Snots. Again, if you have to ask, you won't get it. All right. Carissa, let me have your tops and your snots. Yeah, so my top this week is a supplement called St. John's Wart. That sounds disgusting. It, it Please does. tell me more. But it's W-O-R-T, if that helps you. It doesn't. <laughs> What's the difference between a wart and a wart? <laughs> I don't know, but this is a great supplement for anybody who has... Um, Hormonal issues. Um, I, you know, took antidepressants for a while after having um, my son, and they caused weight gain, and they kind of stopped working for a while. And as everybody knows, weight gain causes depression, so there's that. Um, and so I got off of that, and then kind of started my feeling myself <clears throat> go back into that. So my counselor suggested um, St. John's Wort as a natural. Um, way to help Mm -hmm. with uh the hormones and it really has helped it really really has and i feel better taking it because it's natural um yeah so that's my top is this a sexist drug or can men (laughs) take this too oh it's 100 percent sexist oh it is will this help with the hot (laughs) flashes no it's for it's for everybody oh okay it is a unisex supplement. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that. Very 2020. Um, but it's very... Because I've tried different no, supplements. And it's not just horm- like for hormonal. It's also... It's, well, it says positive like, mood balance on the front, but I, I'm sure it has other... It's got other, yeah. um, you know, benefits know. as well, as, as lots of supplements do. But I've tried other supplements, um, and this one's been... Because this one is, is kind of not just... Like, I took one that was just for anxiety, but this one's for just kind of... Your general mood boost. Mm-hmm. So whatever's going on in your day, just pop a couple of those bad boys and you feel a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> you can feel the effects? Yeah. I mean, obviously it's not like immediate. Right. Um, but yeah, definitely. I, I 100% and maybe it's a placebo. Maybe we'll never know, but it doesn't matter. Um, I feel, I definitely feel like I'm, I'm um, more even throughout the day, no matter yeah. what's going on when, when I have these. Right. So, um, and I've been taking them for... A few wow. months now, yeah. yeah. Wow, okay. So, my snot, snot. is radio. Oh, oh, come on. Because radio's dead, guys. Did oh, you know? Oh, come on. It's dead. It died. <laughs> um, I, we travel, we, we, our commute is long now because we, we, we moved. <laughs> and so, I'm in the car <laughs> a lot. And um, it's horrible. I just hate radio. Oh, I, I, maybe it's just... This area, I don't know, but gosh, the only station that I found that I consistently enjoy is the rock station. Like the DJ's really informative and and which, clever which and one quick. Is? I forget. Hmm. I forget. But it's 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 a rock station. I have to the, agree. Radio is awful. yeah. The, I just need any more variety. Like there's no variety anymore. It's like the same songs over and over again. And then the different songs they do play, a lot of them sound the same. Like, you're like, didn't I just hear this song? But it's a different one. But do it's you not, not have like Spotify? Yes, I do. Or thankfully. I, well, but what, you know what, what? What happens when your data runs out? You got to listen to the radio. Or when somebody else is listening. Or when someone to else Spotify. is on the Spotify, oh, then you can't do Spotify. Yeah, now we have true. Audible too, so we listen to a lot of books. But, oh, that sounds fun. You know, I just want to be able to listen to the radio sometimes. And but, I just. But it's dead. It's, 
yeah, it, it, there's no beating heart. Try AM. I think Ryan likes uh, a few of those uh, pass. stations. I'm not a, Is that an undercut at me? No. Yes, 100%. Because I, I don't say, like AM. Oh, okay. I just thought some of you, you listen to some shows on, you know, good old AM. No. No AM stuff. <laughs> you would think, though. It's funny, though, because, like, of Carissa's commute that she mentioned, I, I just, in my head, I see her having to change the station, like, three or four times because the station's bandwidth just keeps running out and she has to find it's a new we one. We don't live that far away. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, we don't live in another That's state. Hilarious. We just live... You live opposite of exactly. our direction, so we're further apart than we are. See, we true. meet in the middle at the church. Right. Yeah, true. Yeah. The church is so, the middle, middle way. Jared, you're going last. <laughs> Heather, what's, <laughs> Heather, what's your tops and snots? Okay, so my tops is meal prepping, um, and specifically meal prepping dinner. So this week mm. I watched a meal prepping video because I was like, I got to get back to eating healthy and um and she prepped all of her meals like breakfast lunch and dinner so I was like okay I'm gonna try that so yesterday I prepped I made four dinners a whole bunch of lunch stuff and so now everything we're gonna eat this week is cooked in the fridge and I love it because I don't have to like I can go home that sounds genius just the fact that you don't have to go home and cook like it's all done Mm -hmm. like I would Lindsay would be just, Aesthetic. you know, yeah, she would love that, <laughs> See that there was only one mess and we're done. All that sounds to me is like, we're going to be eating leftovers for the rest of the week. That's all. Like that's when a you mental thing. That's a mental thing because you haven't had it. Yeah, you haven't you had it. it so and put it away. Okay. Maybe. Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> but you I, can't I, knock it until you try it. Yeah, I, I do feel like it, that's brilliant. Just with the kids, like having to, like go straight from the office home mm-hmm. to start cooking. Yeah. yeah. And then you got to clean up the mess. And at least this, this yeah. seems well, like a time saver that you could spend more time. So doing how long does it else. normally take you? To um, it took me about two and a half hours. But that's not bad. It's it's really not oh. and. The great thing for our family is, like, I made meatloaf, which Caitlin does not like meatloaf. So, Caitlin doesn't have to eat meatloaf. Okay. She can pick... I'm with you, She Caitlin. can pick something else. Like, she can so pick stir-fry or whatever. Did you, like, make... Is it, like, here's a big batch of stir-fry. Here's a big batch mm-hmm. of yes. this. So, are you eating the same thing for lunch all week? Or this, um, and the same well, thing for I'll probably eat some. I made extra dinner so I can have those for lunch if I want them. Okay. And then I made... I grilled some chicken tenders for some wraps for lunch mm. so but but every day could be different i couldn't do the repeat on lunch and dinner yeah that would I be hard for that. me because well, no. we are very much similar when it comes to yeah just food moods and stuff mm-hmm. yeah so, i couldn't do that so today for lunch i had turkey sausage with some vegetables tonight for dinner i'm gonna have a taco salad Mm. So I, I love, get to have see, things. I love this idea, but I think I'm with the guys. The thing that would hold me up is I wouldn't know what I w- would want to eat. I'm like so much about what am mm. I in the mood for that night? And it it's so well changeable. So do, yeah. so do you guys not make like a menu for the week? So, no, I, just go no every I do day. that. I'm in between because I do pick out on Sunday what we're having. Really? Just because I can project my mood that far out. Because I, honest to God, See, you're, you're lucky. I, I still I still want to cook the thing I decided for because I I asked myself, what do you think you're going to want to eat this week? Mm. I know? can't do that. That's such a luxury. Yeah. I wish I could. I mean, mine could change. 
I could tell Ryan, here's what I'm feeling, and then within the next hour, yeah. Well, it's I would a spiritual maturity thing, <laughs> you know. You know what? I think it's a. It's some a, people are more tuned in to you know the will of God yeah, than other sure, people. Sure, sure, sure. So it does boil down to that: how close mm, you are to God. But you absolutely. know, everybody's in different places. Thank you in their for that, faith. Pastor Jared. I'm, that's Thank I'm here you. for you, Carissa. <laughs> <laughs> Let me make that clear. Anyways. Great idea, Heather. <laughs> anyway, I love it. I'm super pumped about it. Okay, and so for my snot, um, it's traffic, specifically Cow and Lorraine Bridge traffic. Carissa and I got stuck. We both, we were sep- we were driving in separate vehicles. Um, going home the other day, we both got stuck because the bridge was up. We had to uh, backtrack. Yes, yeah, so we had to backtrack all the way mm-hmm. to get, it took me an hour. What is a 20-minute drive? It took me an hour to get Ooh. home. Yes. And wow, this wow, wow. morning, I was coming to work, and I was I was stuck in between two lights for 20 minutes. And I kid you not, because I like looked at the time, and then I finally turned off because I was like, the bridge must be stuck up again because mm. traffic is not moving. Mm-hmm. So I'm over traffic. Right, because you can't I, tell what's going on until you get right up on it, until yeah. you've already sat through the traffic. Mm-hmm. And when Okay, so when I was a kid, the Jetsons were a big thing. And I'm just yeah. wondering where our space cars are, are and why cars? Why is that not a thing? Where are the hovering vehicles? Or my yeah. jetpack. That's how I should pack? be able to get home is in my Jetson car, and mm-hmm. they lied to us. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's my snot. Mm. All right, well, I'll give my tops and snots. Jared, you can go last. <laughs> your punishment. <laughs> okay, it's your punishment. My top this week is the new book by Suzanne Collins, <laughs> The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Yes. It is the prequel to The Hunger Games, which is the first book series mm. that I actually loved. The Hunger Games series. Yeah, prequel in the sense like before the games got started? It Well, the games are started, but prequel before the events of the Hunger Game books. Okay. So this is no before Katniss. Katniss. Yeah. This is actually President Snow's origin story (gasps) how he became who Mm. who he is in the hunger games yeah wow so it's it's pretty fascinating so good fantastic book oh i'm so glad you changed your tops to that it's very sad it is pretty sad okay don't okay well okay don't ruin it for (laughs) me say no more i need to read it say no more i'm just trying to prepare your heart i think i it's been a while since i read the hunger games but i think i like this Really? More. Really? <gasps> really? Well, it might also have to do that we're, that you're listening to it and the narrator is very good. He is very good. So, did y'all, narrator. speaking of Hunger Games, did y'all, did y'all deal with at all any conversations when the Hunger Games came out of people being like, mm-hmm. this is where America's heading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, is, this is what it's all going to end up right here. No, but I will tell you, I was like, this would be so cool if it. Okay. <laughs> Look, Ryan's ready. I'm if, it, yeah. if it is, if, the they're, if they're right, and, I'm with you on that. He's got a whole but, plan. You know. he's, I mean, he's training Josiah already. Yep. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania every night. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Okay. That's a good top. So I yeah. like that. All right. Now, my snot may sound a little lame, but it's very important. And it's very important to me. It's something I hold very near and dear to my heart. It is wow. bug spray that smells really, really bad. Mm, yes. Like the bug spray you spray on your body. Mm-hmm. I'll you. tell you why. Because my son, Josiah, is so sweet. And the mosquitoes just find him. Yeah. No matter where he is. All yeah. the mosquitoes. All the mosquitoes will find him. Gosh. Get him all over his face, all over oh, his little legs. Man. Fair, fair skin. 
If you, I mean, I'm talking about like if you like you could spray them down with bug spray, but if you missed a little sliver, they're they gonna, gonna find, find it. it. They're gonna find it. Dang. And he's only been outside for thirty seconds. Yeah, in his life. So <laughs> no, in this scenario. So oh. literally spraying him down with bug spray anytime he wants to go outside, which he wants to go outside all the time, which I'm very thankful for. Um, anyway, but yeah. Smelly bug spray, and then you give them kisses, and you get bug spray all over your mouth. It's That's kind of. I feel the same way about smell. sunscreen. Like I just, I don't, I don't know what yeah. it is, but I don't like it. Well, the good thing is we found bug spray that <laughs> smells good. Yeah, the good thing is. So. We did that. <laughs> been what is the scent that? So what is it? It is just it, smells more like just, soap. Just yeah, like, like a citronelle. Like you know, citronelle. No, no it, it, it just it, there's no there's no chemically smell. It just smells mm-hmm. like clean. Oh, yeah. is it the kind that's like the Dawn soap and the water mixed together? Y'all just spray it. No, Mm-mm. no, no. It's <laughs> no. It's, it's real. Actual. It's real oh, bugs. Not homemade. <laughs> no, because. Contrary to popular belief, um, those natural ones don't work. Oh, I don't know if that's contrary to popular (laughs) belief. It's just contrary to some people's belief. (laughs) But I I do agree that some people just don't have a bug problem. Mm -hmm. I guess as much as I have, I I get bit a lot. We all do. The whole me me as well. But yeah. I was going to say Ryan has um a particular distaste for natural bug spray um because oh, that's yeah. what he used when he got West Nile. Yes. Literal West Nile virus. Mm. That's not being dramatic. Yeah. That's what he He's had. a he's a West Nile survivor. <laughs> I'm a West Nile survivor. <laughs> hey, it was kind of rough. We're planning a walk rough. for him <laughs> next year. We have shirts made. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's favorite color, color for the green. cure. Yeah, for, for the, the cure. cure. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Right, before this gets too far away from us, Jared, what's your tops? This okay, nice? my tops, very spiritual tops this week is this new song. This is not really a new song. I guess it's new to us, and because mm. we're doing it in church, new it's life new-ish. church. Yeah, um, but it's the song "Authority" by Elevation, right? Elevation worship. Yes. Y'all did this yesterday for the first time. Insanely good. It's just so good. It is um, a powerful song. It is. I'd love it. Um, but yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I just have been listening to it all week yeah. since we had it on the you yeah. know the schedule. But it's so good. I and love Carissa, it. you do a great job with it. You know, I know it's a, a male song. It is originally. Yeah. So it well, just, all those men sing so dang high. They do. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I know anyway, it. funny story about the song "Authority" and babe. This is. I'm not. Not personal. This is, I'm not being mean. Okay. Okay. So the first time when the song finally came out, um, we're listening to it in the car and I started to have this moment. Like I'm, I'm driving and I'm starting to like get a little teary and Chrissy, you paused it and you're like, what did he say there? (laughs) Get up off my spiritual moment. Carissa. And this is the first I'm hearing of this. I know, I know, I know. I'm and I love That's you so much. Terrible. I love you so much, but you just um, totally tore me apart so for God. Sorry. I, I, we, I'm like, okay, okay. And so I'm like, okay, I can get back into it. Well, I wasn't able to get back into it. Oh, oh my so word. God left you. The Holy Spirit said, nope, I'm done. Yeah. Wow. Well, it was just, it was just a moment. <laughs> and then, so I, I listened to the song after that, and it just, like, it didn't hit the same. Oh my gosh. So so you're saying I ruined the song for you? No, no, I'm not saying that. So I'm in the car on the way to work and I'm listening to it and it happens. 
And then Carissa, you called me. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Oh, wow. What I is don't it? Brian, why are you why didn't you tell me this? Well, it wasn't a I mean, it's not a huge deal. It's, it's not a big deal. Funny. He just remembers it's every just, detail. It's not a big deal. I just wanted to put it on our podcast for everybody to hear. <laughs> it's funny, okay? It is. Oh, I it feel is so funny. Bad. But then I had a great moment when we did it at church. It's okay. You finally yes. got your moment. So I finally got later. my moment <laughs> with the song Carissa authority. Was singing, oh, no. So she couldn't. Interrupt. I just need you to right, exactly. Just I was let him and God have a moment. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, well, I'm sorry, babe. Well, I'm glad I you finally got to experience the yeah, fullness of the song. But it, no, it's a great song. It is. Anyway, so that's my tops. Um, snot this week is when we get into gift wars. Me and Carissa over here. Which this happened just last Gift? night. GIF. G-I-F. GIF. You yeah. mean GIFs? No, it's not GIFs. <laughs> GIF is a peanut butter brand. Yes. GIF is the, I know this is like, this is a hot yeah. take. Yeah. But um, yeah, we, we got into one of these wars last night and um, it got pretty. Yeah. Heather and I, I just won. kind of, when that starts happening, because it happens often. Yeah, really often. <laughs> Very often in our uh, office text chain. Uh, Carissa and Jared will get into gift wars, and Heather and I just kind of disappeared. Well, last <laughs> night it, it, it got personal. It got, I think it, well, it got real personal. You right, Jared, you it. did start it. Okay, yeah. well, you sent some clowns. She deserved it, but um, yes, I did start no. it. But I, it was I called won. for. I won. That's but yes, yeah, so I started to send Carissa a bunch of pictures of clowns, mm-hmm. really horrific. Looking clowns. They were t- I mean, they scared me. Oh, I know it. I had, right before, I had, and also this is right before I went to sleep. Yeah, okay? no, this I was meant like nine that. o'clock. I wanted that. That's yeah. what I was I know. planning on. I know because I could have picked several things. Know. I want you know? them to know. Yes. So uh, I do that, and then she uh, comes back with two things: uh, Chucky, mm-hmm. which I didn't even look at, so you did not even you know <laughs> win that that part. But the next thing she sent, which I was able to take a little gander at. <laughs> was all of these people who were vomiting, <laughs> which we haven't talked about this on the podcast, <laughs> is the fact that Jared is a sympathetic puker. <laughs> and if you're throwing up, I will, Dude, to make you feel better, do it with you. That so last one was rough. Yeah. It was bad. There was, there was a said, chunky one. It was bad. <laughs> and... I found it. That was not good for me. <laughs> I had to search for that one, but I was like, man, these are I not was, good enough. And then I was like, ah, oh, jackpot. Yes, yeah, so I was gagging. It off. was bad. It was so bad. this is our official text chain for work, yeah. our jobs. <laughs> yeah. And I was an inch away from leaving the text chain because of this this particular gift war. Well, it's, stuff had to be handled, and sometimes you have to do these mm. things. So, But the, I don't like it. But sometimes it has it to be It seems that you love it. It feels like you <laughs> love the. I don't like the. Pl- I don't ha- like having it done to me. Oh, you yeah. know what though? I was doing it for women kind. Car- Carissa, let me so. just tell you something. When God blesses me with the amount of money that I feel He will one day, I will hire. <laughs> I will hire professional clowns. Oh. That's fine. To sit outside of your house. That's fine. And you know what? You are also responsible for what happens to them. No, I'm not. Yes, no, you are. I will sign a liability <laughs> waiver and be totally and you know free what? from right after that, I'll any hit, lawsuit. I'll hit you with a guy way. standing a long way from you, and then just starts running towards you. Because that's what does it for you. Oh, so, I'm going to like just got, faint like one of those goats. <laughs> just. I have all the bullets in the chamber. Because <laughs> the thing is, Jared... 
You have many. You have a plethora of things that scare you not true. or sicken One you. Or For two. me, I only have it. No. 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 <laughs> no. You and Ryan last week said y'all had to sleep back to back because you watched a, a little scary, you know. Why is everything coming out right now? So, you know what? You know what? <laughs> that was not. Let no. me ju- and can I just say, Ryan, you put me out with the authority. I love you, babe. But that was 100% Ryan. I was fine. He's the one that needed his back touching mine, so, okay? Carissa, can you, can you turn around and sleep at your back to me? <laughs> Ah. Oh, God. it's okay. It's all right. God knows. God this is knows. just a day in the office for us. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, it's you know, it is what it is, y'all. We'll never forget any of these things. So, well, I think it's about time to get up out of here. We'll see you. The Nala Podcast is a production of Life Church in Gulfport, Mississippi. For more information about Life Church or to give to this podcast, you can visit us at findlife.church. That's F-I-N-D-L-I-F-E dot C-H-U-R-C-H. We'll see you.